morning to my 1,862 star seat. Thank you so much for being here supporting me. That a fun, what a fun plan today. Uh, as you can see from the stream, we're going to be talking about Tim Burchett. We're currently streaming on Twitch, streaming on Twitter, streaming on YouTube. So thank you so much for joining us here for our 24-hour roundup, uh, roundup of UFOUAP space, alien, AI, technology, government transparency, and free speech. So I see y'all pulling in here. In free stuff. What's up? What's up, Lucy? Good to see you. First for audio. Hey, Wendy's here. Hey, Scamo. Hey, Spizzy. Okay, I'm happy to see you guys all. Hey, hey, Tibbies. Good morning. We've got all sorts of fun stuff planned today. We're going to be talking about Tim Burchett. What's going on with him? He was recently on a TV show. Um, I think it was an Australian television channel. And he was just, he was disgusting. He's hardcore. Tim Burchett. He's our man, guys. He is our man, and we're going to be getting into that in just a little bit. He is not going to be giving it up. He's going to keep calling for disclosure, and it's going to be great. What's up, Mikey? Good morning. Good to see you. Michael Wade is here. Good morning to you as well. So, if you're just joining us for the first time on Alien Girl, which I don't think anybody's new here. I'm looking in the chat. Off-World Adam's here. Off-World Adam's been here for a long time. He's been a big Big supporter of the show. I'm happy to see that you made it this morning to the live showing of Alien Girl. Not everybody makes it to the live. The videos have been doing really well. Um, you guys, lots of views. So thanks for watching. Um, we're getting it's, the show's growing and it's so amazing. Okay, so if this is your first time listening to Alien Girl 111. We always do a star seed reading of the day. We just kind of pull a card from one of my numerous decks, which is a lot, and a lot of them are from some people in the chat. Um, yeah, hi, some long grass. I don't know how you got in here. Let us know. I'd really like to know. Because uh, <laughs> I was just talking to Crazy Chick yesterday. Crazy Chick was one of my first guests on the show. There was my friend Teresa and, and my friend Crazy Trick. Yeah, maybe we'll watch that episode one. Because yesterday we were just talking about how wild it is. How much uh, stuff has changed. Okay, so we're going to be doing our star seed reading of the day. Let me move my keyboard here. Let me get my crystals. I know. I love star seed readings. They just put me in that vibe, you know? Okay. Oh, and I don't know if I said hi to Michael Wade. Good to see you. Oh, you found me on Twitter. Interesting. We have quite the Twitter following, too, so go follow us over on Twitter. We're getting close to 5K on there. I mean, not really, but I think we could reach 5K in a couple months. So we've got our orange calcites. It's supposed to bring uplifting energy, really bring a lot of happiness and joy. This here is our celestite palmstone. Usually celestite grows in towers. But um, as you can see here, it's a stone which basically sucks out uh, all sorts of different energies. Good morning, Ginger Turtle. So that's what Celestite is good for. I actually don't know what Tiger Eye is good for. But here you go. There's the Tiger's Eye. I don't, I don't know. I just think of Rockies. Maybe we're tough this morning. What do we got? What little? I got two rose quartzes in here. Two little baby rose quartzes. They're good for opening up your heart chakra. And we also have a Dalmatianite, good for commitment, good for loyalty, good for reaching higher self, <laughs> just like all crystals are. Um, okay, guys, so I'm going to channel you. So if you're looking to be channeled, let me turn down the music a little bit. If you're looking to be channeled, now's a good time to take a deep breath. <sighs> So we can all connect here. Take another deep breath. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. I think I got it. Uh-oh. Here's my things. Uh -oh. Don't worry. We're going to be starting on the show just a bit. The woo's almost over. And we're going to enjoy the woo while we're here. And if you really enjoy the readings, just so you guys know, I do, um, I do like moon readings that Tim and I kind of, Tim came up with the idea and I, I, 
I love it. So we do moon readings now at the full moon. Last the last moon was the wolf moon. I don't say wolf, right? I'm an issue in my life. But you guys know what I mean. Oh man, I slept good. That's good. Okay, which deck do I want? I'm thinking Star Temple. I'm thinking Star Temple. And this is the only part of the show that's not like an interactive live chat for us. It's just insanely interactive, which is why we do pre-records for our interviews, which we have one coming up. So Spirit, if you could just give us love. If you could just give us light. If you could just protect us with green, with pink, with purple light right now. Protect all of our chakras. If you could protect us and every living being on planet Earth, all living entities, give us love, give us light, give us abundance, and more than anything, give us protection. So cover us in that light. Spirit, what do star seeds need to know today to reach their highest self? Spirit, what do star seeds need to know to reach their highest self? Tegeta, the aquamarine star expression i express my intuition with self-confidence and love and the first thing that pops out to me guys is this these musical notes she's there's this musical note right here okay and there's some sort of expression that's going on this is like a throat chakra two plus nine nine ten eleven eleven might have a number of significance you are watching alien girl one 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 that could be the significance Maybe expressing yourself through music. And there's a lot of moon energy here. There's a lot of night energy here, right? Yeah. The aquamarine star expression. Okay. So we got that card. So let's get a clarifying card and we'll jump right into the show. I'm really feeling called to use my star seed deck like literally that's what it's called the starseed deck it's like the starseed deck here check it out i love this deck though it's so cool terry terry brown right i think give me a second here guys so what do we need to know about expression yeah that's what lee's in the chat oh i think music yeah there's there's like musical scales there's a musical note there's this night musical energy and you express yourself. That's Green's first floor audio. Um, okay, but so what do we need to know? What do star seeds need to know? This could be a very specific message. What do star seeds need to know? Spirit, what do star seeds need to know to reach their highest self today? What do star seeds need to know about expression to reach their highest self today? Whoa, inner worlds. Your external world is a reflection of your inner world. Whoa. Whoa. I don't think I need to say anything more. You need to use that energy within you that's growing to push through and take action. Your external world is a reflection of what's going on inside of you. So take that energy and express it somehow. And as you express it, there'll be a transference of energy and power that'll reach more balance into the universe. All right. I hope that resonated. Take what resonates. Leave what doesn't. And if, you know, and we're going to, we're going to be listening to some rock and roll here. So we're turning up the volume. Da -da -da. I'll do it slow so you can adjust your own volume. All right. Let's get ready for this magic carpet ride. Magic ride on a spaceship. Magic UFO ride. Thank you guys so much for being here. Donovan, what's up, Oh, 
What is up, you guys? Good morning. It is Tuesday, January 24th, 2023. And thank you so much for being here. I see a lot of the people coming in. Um, we've got this. We're going straight to the top this morning. I can't wait to get started. This is going to be an amazing show, as usual. Um, yes, we're going to be talking about Tim Burchett because he is the... He is the disclosure candidate. If you want, if we want to get this political thing going, we got to get Burchett out there. He's our guy. He's our guy. I think Rubio's, I think Rubio fell off of the, the disclosure. I have to do this. <sighs> I think Rubio fell off the bandwagon. I mean, we got Gildebrand. We got some politicians talking about it. Burchett's really talking about it. And so you guys know me. I'm always following stuff that's trending on UFO Twitter, which by the way, we got a huge show tomorrow because we're going to be reviewing the Jeremy Corbell thing. The Jeremy Corbell thing, but this was trending yesterday. All this stuff, there's some stuff seriously going on that happened literally in the last 12 hours that I already scheduled this show. Um, and so I I'm going to save all the stuff about, about Corbell and their new podcast tomorrow. We're also going to be talking about a lot of wild stuff that's going with it. Let's just give you guys a quick recap. I don't even know if I can jump into it without not talking about it. But here's the thing. I like to listen to the podcast and then review them with you guys. So I'm just going to give you a quick little thing to give you like breaking news, I guess is the way I, the way I see it in ufology. Because I just feel like if I found out something an hour ago, I feel like I got to tell you guys, right? Like, isn't that kind of the idea behind the show, right? So... The big news, honestly, is Jeremy Corbell and George Knapp started their podcast yesterday, and then this weird thing, they released footage. That's the big news. So we're going to be covering that tomorrow. But today, I want to go over what was trending um, in the last 24 hours as well, which included this, this, this little this um so i got 351 likes it got 351 likes and tim birch is growing a beard <laughs> which makes him even cooler and we're gonna be looking through hey it's tim's birthday tim freestone you didn't tell us it was your birthday you guys have birthday messages for Tim, go ahead and say birthday in the message. And um, I star them all and we scream them out at the end of the show whenever it's somebody in the UFO live chat family's birthday. Yeah, right, Beats Crates. He took it out. It came out at midnight, which is confusing because Jeremy Corbell is always like, high noon, high noon. And then he posted something today. I was like, high noon at midnight. And I was like, that's confusing. So, hey, your 63rd year, awesome. Yes, yes, we're starring all the birthday comments. Okay, and like I, like I said, at the end of the show, we just scream them out. So if you guys wanna say happy birthday, I'm gonna try to keep track of that in the chat. So this went, this was interesting to me and I just felt like it was important. This is the whole, I'm gonna give you guys the whole link to the video in case you wanna watch it after the show. Because I can't show the whole thing because of copyright and people get in trouble for copyright. I know there's a couple channels that have been demonetized from playing just like straight up content right up. And, you know, we like our show. I know we push things around and we like to say, try to try to put us out. But, you know, we do like to keep the, sh keep the show going. So Birchett was on this show in Australia. Just in a change the color mood. Birchett was in this show in Australia. Blue's nice. Let me know what you guys think. Purple, there we go. Um and it was it was it was interesting. So let me just turn down the music here. Because I do know we're gonna put up our hot covered under fair use. Meant to educate the public and provide commentary on things going down. Um, and we'll put the music down super low so you can barely hear it because I still like listening to the music. Let me see. 
That's super low, right? Is that low enough for you guys? We're gonna watch a quiet little video. Oh my gosh, first one already says, I was at Toe last night and just realized how dumb I am. Yeah, those shows. Oh my gosh, theories of everything. So smart. So smart. So let's get let's get into this a little bit. We're just gonna look at parts. So let me turn up the volume. Here we go. Authorities have been quotes hiding the existence of extraterrestrials for centuries. Whoa. Well, how do we even break down that? <laughs> Thank God for Australia. He's like, the, the major newscaster in Australia. What did he just say? He's like, well, they've been hiding extraterrestrials. Look at Timmy. He's like, yeah, you know, we're trying to make them stop. You are campaigning for all U.S. government files or reported sightings to be declassified because you're convinced that America is ready for the truth. Aren't we heading for that in that direction already? I, I would hope so, but I don't trust I mean, I'm, I am in government. I don't trust. Wow. But at least he's talking about it. Do you know what I mean? Yes. At least he's talking about it, in my own opinion. Good morning, Nathan. Because we need to be talking about this, you guys. I, I remember I was on a show. I don't remember what show I was on. I think it was on Goof On with the boys, the twins. It was so wild. Like, I had to keep my camera off. It was the first time I ever video chatted with them. And, like, this place looked like a wreck. Anyway, it's another thing. But I was setting up the new studio, right? So I had boxes out. It looked wild. Anyway, they asked me what I thought would happen in 2022. And what I think is going to happen in 2022 is I think Burchett's going to keep talking. I think Burchett's our man. He's the one with the plan. And he's also the one who's friends with the Cousins Brothers. He's collect, he's, he's the, not only is he the most hardcore representative talking about aliens, he's also the only politician I have seen, maybe Stephen Bassett, but like, like an elected official I've ever seen discussing extraterrestrials on a YouTube channel. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't believe I've ever seen any other U.S. elected official on a YouTube channel discussing extraterrestrials except Tim Burchett on Third Phase. So they talk a little bit. I know. Just it one bit, you know, we've been, since 1947, probably 45, but 47 since Roswell, you know, they've uh, said that they just don't exist. And then. This is when those conspiracy theories gain some weight. <laughs> conspiracy theories work this way, guys. It's like, eh, the only reason Flat Earth has been around for so long is because it's funny. <laughs> People support the idea that it's funny. <laughs> but other conspiracy theories, right? Like, here we go, right? Starts out like this. And, you know, JFK in the 60s. I think something happened, right? And the public's like, you're crazy. Then time goes on. They're like, wait. Area 51? Wait, Area 51's real? Wait, there's actually some, wait, wait, Roswell is a solid conspiracy? And then the next thing you know, it's not a conspiracy theory, it's the truth. <laughs> so there you go. I mean, I think them talking about Roswell, you guys, Roswell's a solid little theory now. The politicians wonder about it. Solid little theory. <laughs> they kept trying because that's what we do. Like it's a, it's the field of debunking, and when we can't debunk it, it stays afloat. And Roswell's still staying afloat. Ah, don't you love that? Now all of a sudden, this latest report, they in fact say it does exist, and um, uh, and so what's what has happened between now and then? Why are they not releasing these files? Then why? I, I can handle it. Let's let's get it out there. Um, I just think it's a cover-up. I think there's greed. There's arrogance involved. I think you've got um, recovered materials, possibly recovered, of course, have to be a recovered craft of some sort. I love him. I love everything about him. I'm so, I mean, if you're in Tennessee, I know some of you, you know, vote by party. But here's the thing, guys. If Tim's hooking us up, talking about it, Depending on your politics and what your most interest is, this is the UFO candidate. This is the UFO guy. Yes, Rock. 
Roswell has staying power because they crash and burn. Right? Aerial school, staying strong. Aerial school, staying strong. Vagarnia, staying strong. Vagarnia, Brazil. Crash, bing, bang, bang. I tried to shoot down Vagarnia, Brazil two, three years ago. I was like, there's no way an extraterrestrial got in a, in a car and was like driving around with military folk. That's just ridiculous. But as Bim Jim saying, all the conspiracy theories turning out to be true, right? Is it, it them even calling us gas? Like, is it gaslight? Them even telling us that it's gas? It's a conspiracy theory, right? We have to think about how that came to be. People were like, "Oh, it's a conspiracy theory." Somewhere that's being reverse engineered, and I and I suspect that um, some of these multinational corporations. I got to get that off. That kind of um, have their tentacles all wrapped around governments all over the world. Yep. Uh, at the base. Yep. Of it, I suspect that they. Yeah. Okay. So I've got Samuel Chong coming on the show and um, Samuel Chong. Well, he came on the show. We pre-recorded, but here's the show. I like doing pre-records because I can, um, I like doing pre-records because I can be in the chat with you guys and also Narnia. Yeah. That's what I call it. I call, I got the Garnia. I'm just, I'm just bad. What can I say? But I can pronounce the Thuba prophecy. Okay, so this awesome guy who I hung out with this weekend over StreamYard, he he's really great because we talked. He went to the London School of Economics. He's one of the only Chinese Mandarin interpreters in the state of California, and he translated this book called *The Thuba Prophecy* because he sincerely believes that the man De Marquette truly came in contact with these extraterrestrials, and that there was some correlations associated with it. Anyway, he also translated, like, uh, a book by the guy from, like, the 52nd Order of the Illuminati. This guy was awesome to talk to. Oh, my God. There were parts where I was like, I don't even know if we could say this on YouTube because it was so smart and it was so in-depth and it was so... So I was like, maybe I'm going to have to clip this part and put it, but I don't know. Maybe we'll just throw it out there. We didn't curse. He was super legit. But... Oh, Justin, you're late. I love you. Good morning. <laughs> like, I was just like, I love you. <laughs> um, so anyway, he's coming in. The Illuminati, all this stuff. The point being is this relates back to Burchett. Because these people, it's not... I don't think it's these people at the top want to hurt the rest of us. I think they want to help themselves. I really, 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 unfortunately... People only care about one thing. Just like some things are built into us from an early age. I think it's unfortunate. We always are trying to move out from our ego, right? And so I don't even think the people at the top, the richest people in the world necessarily are trying to hurt us. I think they just care about their own interests. And what what we have here from Tim Burchett in this interview is him explaining that he goes, he goes into it, right? Which is why we only play parts. Cause I watch it and like to digest it for you guys. He goes, <laughs> we're, we're going to give him a better little still here. Cause he's awesome. They have this information. Literally. Oh, by the way, those guns. <laughs> I'm bad. I just think Birch is so cool. I just, I don't know why he's, and then the beard and the guns. And so those guns, <laughs> are actually from when his father do you guys see those guns he always has his guns i don't know why i just think that's so bad of me i'm like but i like how he sets it up you can't tell their guns and plus they're like his dad owned them in the he his dad used them in the war in japan so you know he's he's hardcore he's a man's man that's how i feel about it. he's growing beards he's got his guns he's on national television talk about the aliens this guy's cool <laughs> This guy's sweet. Oh, Babs, what's up? Good to see you, girl. Good to see you, girl. Okay. Amy, you're married, right? Yeah, I am. I'm a taken woman. But these things, you know, you know, you know I don't know. Yeah, I am. I'm very married. I just, you can acknowledge the amazingness of people, you know. 
refusing to release. Now, of course, this has been part of the almost folklore of ufology, hasn't it, for decades, that they've got the bodies you know, in a freezer somewhere. They've got Whoa. the reverse. Whoa! Whoa! Did he just say they got the bodies? He just said they got the bodies. Whoa, this is in depth. Why are you guys so much more open down there in Australia? Do you know why, Justin? If we tried to have this conversation on national television over in the United States, it would not go this way. But the reason Birch had started talking about basically the higher levels, right, of the alien world, and by that I mean the government world, is because these big politicians who have a lot of money have invested money into national defense companies, which is kind of what's going on here. Do you know what I mean? Oh my gosh, FAP, you're funny. You're funny, man. Uh, yeah. Space so. engineered technology, they're working on it at the moment. It's not easy for us here on Earth to understand it, so it takes years and years to work it back into our technology here. That's why we've made some such advances seemingly from nowhere, like the transistor, for, for one thing. Um, has anybody ever told you, because you're in a, as you say, you're in government, Dude, this is wild. What are you guys saying in the chat? Babs Williams says, Amy, we ha we can have pretend secret hall passes. <laughs> da, 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 um, Yeah, and so, you know, it's just like, it's really interesting to me what's going on with this. And I just, I had to make an episode of how I love Tim Burchett. And then they go on later on in, in this in this in this little clip, and I gave the clip into the into the chat as well. Oh, and we got to do a little check in to see where you guys are at with the vote. How am I thinking? I'm not even thinking straight. And like, subscribe, share on all your social media. I get the feeling this will just be a kickback show. I don't know if we'll get to 50 today, but we did get 43 votes so far in the chat, which is freaking awesome. 43 people have been in and out of this show. Mondays tend to be the big shows. <laughs> I feel like two days off. We all get like I want to. I want to go live, and I miss you guys. And you know, it's also a good way to start your Monday. Shake off, shake off the Monday blues. But um, here's what we got. You guys said, would you vote for Tim Burchett to be president in the U.S.? Be sure to put your votes in right now. I see some of you are putting your votes in. We got 45 votes now. So if you haven't voted yet, definitely do that at the top of the chat. If it's not there, just refresh your window and it should pop up. 36% said yes. Nathan, oh, Amy, guns and beers has an effect of you. I got you. That's funny. 20% of you said maybe. Yeah. I mean... Dude, it's like to be a politician and be like, I'm gonna grow a beard. I was just like, man. Oh, we've got an opinion here. Look at his hair. Good to see you, Jeff, from Strange Recon Podcast. We always enjoy your perspective. He says, Tim Burchett is lying about UFOs because he knows they are drones. Do you really think so? I said that kind of British. Do you do you really think so? Governor? <laughs> He's a politician, get it? Do you really think so, Gavna? Um, the UFOs, because he knows they are drones. I don't know. I believe the man. I love Timmy. He is on the FAA Transport Committee. Okay. Got it in my brain. The FAA Transport Committee. And he oversees air traffic control development for drones. All right, Mr. Devil's Advocate. I'm going to throw this at you. Maybe because he is on the FAA Transport Committee and he oversees air traffic control development for drones. Maybe that's another reason for him to know that these are aliens. I said it, Jeff. You know, Jeff, that's why I love you coming to the show. We can be kind to each other and debate. And when I find that, that's how me and Lynn Wallington are. You know, I, I just, I think, that, and I'm learning from everybody. I'm okay to be like, okay, they're drones. And you and I have talked about me thinking them being drones and, and my mind just always being in a flurry because, um, you know, not all UFOs are drones, LOL, but the ones he's talking about. Yeah, it could be, dude. Jesus, it's just such a big topic to break all of this down. Oh, Lucy Waves, thank you so much. Lucy Waves with the R10. 
rupees, Brazilian rupees. I think that's what it is. I still have to Google it. Your Monday show, yay, inspired me to do a Monday fun day on my channel. Five free docs recommended for everyone. Much love. Go check out Lucy Waves. She just launched an amazing channel that we're all getting into. We love you. Thank you so much for helping us support the show. Keeps the show going. Freaking love the show. I'm addicted to the show. It's a streaming addiction. I remember I called Rich once and I was and I was like, I was like, he was having like kind of like not the best day. And goof on Rich. And I was like, I was like, are you still gonna go live today? And he said, Yeah. And I said, because it cheers you up, doesn't it? And he was like, Yeah. And I was like, it cheers me up too to go live. <laughs> So it's funny, it becomes like sort of this addiction, you know, people think, I think a lot of people think they're taking it on as like a full-time job, but I think Jeff gets it too, right? It seems like it's a, like streaming's an addiction. Uh, Jeff says, why didn't Tim talk about this before the Navy stuff? Ridicule? Being questioned a lot? I don't know. I think we have to, people aren't ready for the questioning what caught me yesterday and i i was just yes see first floor audio is addicted you think you're gonna get addicted for different reasons and then you're just like no man i freaking i freaking love doing this i love my friends i don't think i can get out of this all right we're at 30 minutes and we got 38 in the chat maybe we can reach a dance party <sighs> well that's good no no tim was talking about bigfoot for years at this point yeah you know that's good <laughs> It's good to talk about the foot of big, the big foot. But Jeremy Corbell put yesterday, I was a bad girl on Twitter. I've been a bad girl lately on Twitter. I don't know what got into me. Oh, no, I remember what got into me. I became a bad girl on Twitter for a while. I'm trying to get better. Usually I'm really good. I'm not getting into weird little stats with people. Um, hey, what's up, Christian? Good to see you. Good morning. Um, but I actually had my curiosity weaponized yesterday by a tweet of Jeremy Corbell. <laughs> and he didn't, he didn't answer my tweet. And I, it was kind of weird. Cause I was like, you know, Jeremy Lochner Corbell. I was wondering why, you know, because I was, and we're going to talk about what's going on with Jeremy Corbell tomorrow. Too many Jeremy's in ufology. If you ask me, Jeremy McGowan. There's that Jeremy Reese guy, Jeremy R, Jeremy Corbell, Jeremy McGowan. They're everywhere. So here's another Jeremy. I don't follow him. I don't. I only follow people who follow me because <laughs> I'm so messed up, I'm a sick messed up person. <laughs> you must follow me. No, I just keep track. People don't think I keep track. I keep track. I have a special tool. I use. So, ooh, ah, can questions be weapons? That's what Jeremy Corbell tweeted. The aim of journalism is to reveal that which lies beneath the thin veneer of society to expose truths that are often. And I was like, okay, so can questions be weaponized? So I had a question. Maybe it got deleted. Did it get deleted? I'm sure. Oh, wait, no, it was on this, this thread. And so I was like, okay, questions are weaponized. And I was like, all right, you know, if he's cool with that, I'm going to ask some questions. Nobody liked him, though. I wrote, what about Pacifica University? The Bob Lazar rabbit hole. Many friends believe 100% Lazar, but I get confused with the mail order degree of his bachelor's degree. What have you guys uncovered about that? It's hard to get into MIT Caltech with an unaccredited degree. I was just asking. And then I had another question. I think that Bob is saying it's semi-legit, but I get confused because he seems like a Wild West sort of guy who would be the best fall guy for the real person who worked on the ET craft, like a cool scientist who also liked AKs and jet cars. What do you think? That's a legit question, right? That's not me being mean. I don't think that's mean. He said to weaponize my, he asked me to weaponize my questions. Those are my questions. That's it. So let's get back to Birchip. There we go. Thanks for having me on, brother. I really Thanks for having it. me on, oh, brother. In the See, like, that was cool. He even said, like, thanks for having me on, brother. I was like, man, that's pretty cool. Here, we'll listen to it again. Thank you very much. Come here, Bacchivato, brother. 
I think they were great. Thanks for having me on, brother. I really appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having me well, on, you're brother. in the headlines again, including in the United Kingdom, Tim. Uh, oh, thanks. He has a beard. Thanks for having me on, brother. I mean, I think, I mean, I think it was a good question. I mean, I'm just asking, like, if they, if they did the deep dives on it, which, you know, actually George Knapp was with Stanton Friedman when they learned that all the information that was difficult for them to confirm, like, they know Jeremy Corbell. Yeah, it's a nuke of a question. Jeremy Corbell and, um, George Knapp know that his educational background is weird. And I just think it's interesting that they don't bring that up because it's obvious. Like, um, anyway, and I'm okay. Like, maybe it was Bob Lazar still, and like the government managed to like have him skip college. <laughs> and maybe, because if you're finding a, a youngin building jet cars in their backyard, I'd like them to work for me too, even if they didn't have a degree, right? We don't need a degree, but why lie? You know, why lie about the degree? That's my question. You know, and I'm not the only one who has questions about it. I have this awesome clip reel. Um, press one in the chat if you want to see the clip reel of a bunch of people that I've clipped who also say that they're confused about Bob Lazar, big ufologist. If you want, just put a one in the chat. If not, I'll just keep doing this because I am working on things. Like I have this little video that I made. Um, that I sent, I sent to Black Vault. I sent to a bunch of people. Wow. Okay. Cool. Um, because I sent stuff out to some of my buddies on the internet who like aliens. And um, here we go, Christian. And I'll show it in a second. It's only like a minute clip. We're gonna go back to Burchett. Um, Christian said, "Loved when Tim said that he saw things. That means that UFOs can destroy us like nothing." Yes. And that's why the, the, the quote, and we're going to show it. Okay. Hey, Terry, that's good morning. UFO that UFO 420. That's an awesome name. Um, so we're going to show that video in just a second here. And the other thing that I want to add is at the end of this interview, um, the newscaster who I know is a famous newscaster. Let me know his name in the chat because I feel bad not knowing it. I know he's like one of the most famous Australian newscasters. And that's what's other interesting. You guys like this is a super huge show. I think this was close to where Ross Kuhart, I had found the, I managed to find the episode. I always find somebody sent me like a dark link. Um, okay. So we're here. We're good. So let's get into my, my little UFO, my little UFO thing I was telling you guys about my secret my secret UFO thing that I've been working on and I don't really like like to go into depth about it for a lot of different reasons mostly because I just I just don't want to mess with anyone so I'm working on it I still I'm still editing it but here you guys go it's just I'm not a documentarian. I was just, I was just messing around. I just want you guys to know that I was just messing around with some stuff, like with some editing. That's all. So I'm not trying to be some special person in the world. This is just here. Let's just fucking play it instead of me being a wimp. And it's mine, so I don't have to put the banner up. Yay! It's my footage. I went down to Los Alamos and I took a bunch of footage. So even if I go back and look at this, because we're only going to look at a tiny bit of it. Even if we go back and look at this, um, I'm just going to show you guys the clips of what people have said. Because I'm more interested in direct quotes than what I'm saying. That's why I like the quote at the top of this video. I would release the files. That's what Tim Burchett says at the end of this interview on this Australian cast is. So when people actually say it, it changes things, right? It's what people say. Okay, just play it, Amy. Here you guys go. My theory is it's real too, but it wasn't him. And he introduces himself as Bob Lazar. an issue with the whole Bob Lazar story. But it's but interesting. I, I, he did falsify his educational records and 
he's been involved in some other things. Um, he was there for such a short period of time as a young guy. I don't think he would have been read into that. I think that was it. Kind of pretty, though. Look, One that's... of the most significant events of, of uh, the modern era. And then I think this is when I start talking smack, so I'm going to turn it off. It's kind of cool, though. That's where Bob Lazar went and like, probably did his AK stuff and shooting stuff. There's a commonality, thinking... though. All right. So I was thinking about this little silhouette here. I got an actor on hand who could be the little Bob Lazar. I want to get this guy, <laughs> the secret man. I want to get the secret man here in the distance to start doing like um, some fireworks and stuff so we can get some footage of fireworks and like, I don't know, do all sorts of fun stuff. But I just think it's an interesting, um, it's going to come out. It's going to come out. It's We're going to work on it. Um, but I think it just upsets too many people, right? Like, um, I just, and I know some people are like, why should we care what other people think? Um, I've just gotten deep, too deep into this, too deep into this, you know, when you're friends with these people <laughs> and you start talking to them, it just, it changes things. I just don't know how to explain it. It changes things quite a bit when you talk to abductees, when you talk to people who it changes things. It puts a person in it, you know, and Jim Goodall's friends, best, like really good friends with Bob Lazar. And he's really cool. And he's done a show with Lynn Wallington, one of my really good friends. He's done a show uh, with a lot of, you know, and so I just don't, it's just, it becomes personal. And that's like, honestly, some of these fights that happen between channels are way more personal I think than they are actually about like frauds and things like that. Like, I think some of these arguments really are a lot more um, sometimes personal than they are. Sometimes maybe it's not about the content. Maybe it's about the friendship, right? Sometimes that's what we're seeing in lifetime when, when these channels have difficulty, right? So let's fast forward. And so that's kind of my thing with the Bob Lazar thing. It's like, this isn't about the content. If I put this information out, it's about the friendships I have. Right. And I like, I don't know. It's hard for me to throw that out there. And I see that as kind of like one of those developments, right? The grifter development, right? And I'm like, well, does that make me a grifter if I don't want to? But I don't really mind being called a grifter because I dabble in the 5D quite a bit. <laughs> and if that's a grifter, I'm a grifter. Because I totally think, I totally think I can live in the 5D and I do every day. I live every day. Protection, but still, you worry about the stigma and, and are these these brave men and women going to be um, ostracized? We're close to the dance party. We Maybe we can get there. information out there, Tim, if this information is there to be got out. Uh, and I personally, my gut says that it probably is, but then what do I know? I'm not connected uh, in the way that, that you are. If we get this information out there, have you given any thought to how your colleagues in government in the US will handle that? Because it's the, you know, literally to to quote a movie title, it is the greatest story ever told. If that can't- Isn't that interesting? Didn't we just hear, isn't that what we just heard him say? Yeah, that's just what we heard Jim Goodall say. That's just what we heard. One of the most significant events of, of uh, the modern era. Yeah, and that's just what he said, too. That's crazy. And I guess that's why we all like to cover that, right? This is why we like covering it. Uh, and I personally, my gut says that it probably is, but then what do I know? I'm not connected uh, in the way that, that you are. If we get this information out there, have you given any thought to how your colleagues in government in the U.S. will handle that? Because it's the, you know, literally to, to quote a movie title, it is the greatest story ever told, if that there comes out. Yes, sir. I, I... To quote a movie, it's the greatest movie story ever told. You want me for president? No. Get out. President sounds like a big job. I'm cool with podcaster. <laughs> um, 
But Tim, let's get to the talk where Timmy's going to be doing. Timmy's going to be going to presidency land. Us instantaneously. Um, uh, there's no question with her technology. And um, I, I would just think that, that we would, we would say, Hey, maybe our problems aren't that bad. Maybe we could put down some of these weapons of war. And try so to- strange recon. I had a lot of questions. I'm not sure about that. Um, so honestly, like we're talking about like people, right? And I guess that's why I love going to the Congress. Uh, not Congress. Why are you guys talking about me being president? I'm like, oh, that's why I'll go to Congress. I'm not going to Congress. Unless it's with Stephen Greer in 2001 for the Disclosure Project. And just time travel with Corey Good. 20 and back. It's about how many years ago it was, right? So you go to these conferences and you meet people and it changes your mind. And um, obviously I have a very positive um, connection and friendship with the Cousins Brothers. And I just see these people as true conduits, right? I see like third phase and Tim Burchett as true conduits of truth. Which is why, like, all this stuff about their Blair Witch footage that they made when they started their channel back in, like, 2001, it's it's ridiculous, you know? So much to unpack in this community, right? Got to find some answers. Well, it might give us... I'm a hawk. Don't get me wrong. I'm a hawk. I'm no... I mean, you see these guns behind me. Those Those are war relics my dad took out of the Pacific off of, off of Japanese soldiers he killed. So I'm, I'm no, I'm no. Well, well that's even more intense than I thought. So those guns are from Japanese. His, the guns he took, his dad took those guns from dead Japanese soldiers. That is hard. Core. <laughs> Amy Burchett, run. And you know what's interesting? Let's put on some music. I need some musically. Get to playing musically. Oh, wait, we have it. And that's the thing about, like, Lazar. For the longest time, I loved going into the chats and putting, like, a little a little USA cup or US, a little USA flag and then doing, like, Lazar 2024. I used to love doing that. And um, I got a lot of questions. And I, I just don't think that Jeremy Corbell... We're going to go into depth about that tomorrow. I'm sick of it, dude. Like, I'm tired of holding back on so many things. Because it's like... I don't know how long the show will go on. Like I told you, I got this addiction. I switched one addiction for another. That's really what's going on with the show. So that tells you just how addicted I was to some things. Because I need it. I'm just that type of person. I need something to just drive me, right? Um, And I got a lot of questions. I don't think Jeremy Corbell and George Knapp should be afraid to get on a show with some people who have some questions that can respectfully ask them. You know, um... As long as there's some ground rules. Like, I, I, so here we go. Jeremy Corbell, George Knapp, this is your invitation to Alien Girl. I should just start doing that. Then you guys can actively see the rejection of these big ufologists. <laughs> Ignore the requests. So I'll do that. I'm gonna make a video. Here you go. We're starting it right now. Here's the video. What's up, Jeremy Corbell? What's up, uh, George Knapp? I like your stuff. I've been watching it for years. I was very inspired by... Let me turn down the music for them. I, we're going to cut this and send it to them. I was very inspired. I'm going to post this on Twitter. Let's start over. Here we go. This is to Jeremy Corbell and George Knapp. Hey, George. Hey, Jeremy. I really want to weaponize my questions and my curiosity. Um, so this is a formal uh, invitation for you to come on Alien Girl 111 uh, so that we can discuss Bob Lazar, very controversial topic in the UFO community. People have a lot of questions, um, but I'd love to collaborate. Um, I've been following a lot of your work for a really long time, and I don't think we need to be afraid of questions, as Jeremy just uh, Jeremy just tweeted yesterday. And I think sitting down, and we can have some ground rules. I'm down to prepare questions so that you don't feel cornered. I'm down to not discuss about money 
grifting, whatever. We're, we're three awesome people who love aliens, extraterrestrials, and UFOs. And I always feel like if you can grab a microphone and talk about it, you're my friend. If you can grab a microphone and have the guts to talk about it. So this is a formal invitation to Jeremy Corbell and George Knapp to come on the show. Thanks so much. Come on the show. All right. That's what we got. We're cutting it. We're putting it all over. Don't ask me to weaponize my questions and then, <laughs> and then like not respond to my questions. Call them out, Amy. I'm not calling them out. You know, this isn't being mean. And we can have an interview without talking about money. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to be like, how much money did you make off that? Or you're just a money maker. And that we're not going to talk about money. That would be the first ground rule. Raz says, I've got ground rules. If you see a non-human, cuddle it immediately. Well, wow, we got so close. We're so close to 50. But it's always a chill show. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays. Kind of like cool chill. So we'll cut that. Hey, thanks, Tommy G. Great invitation. I'm not being mean. You know, and I think that's the thing. They need a some female energy. Sway alien girl comes in. The boys, these anti-Lazar boys, they get so hardcore. Why would you ever talk about it? They're always like, I think you lied. It's like, oh my gosh, you guys, that's not how we're going to get to the information. You know what I mean? They're like, I'm going to chew you up and spit you out in an argument. No one's going to talk to you. <laughs> the best thing I can do is be like, hi, hi, you know, and we're, we're just going to talk about it. And thank you so much, Tommy G, for the $5 super chat. We're just going to talk about it. So we're going to invite them on the show. And you can see me actively get rejected, just as I actively get rejected by many ufologists. It's just tough, you guys. Like, two years of, of creating formatted letters that look, like, as professional as possible, sending them to as many ufologists. And, like, oh, my gosh. I don't know. But so I'm just going to start posting it and be like, come on my show. This is why. We'll just make a clip. I'm done emailing. I'm done trying. People respond more via Twitter anyway. Um, so we'll do that. I like that idea because I think it's important for people to see what people they're not saying no to to come on to shows. Right? I think a lot of people, it, it shows something, right? When you're like, that's weird. Amy's weaponizing her questions and she just has questions about Bob Lazar's educational background. Why can't they sit down and talk about it? And if, and if Lazar is the fall guy for the real scientist who worked on back engineered craft, isn't there a way to frame that? You know, and I know George Knapp on theories of everything. I was also on that stream. I was on a stream with George. That's the other thing, George and Jeremy. I was on the same stream with you on theories of everything. I'm not awful. Kurt likes me. Kurt likes me. You should you should come on the show. None of you ufologists should be afraid to come on Alien Girl. We've gotten so official with our interviews. You know, like we really have. Compared to like we were talking about Crazy Chick. And we're moving into more um in-person interviews the best that we can. I, I'm working with Angela to try to make that happen. But here, we're talking about interviews, right? And I'm inviting Jeremy Corbell and George Knapp officially onto my show for constructive debate. They lay the ground rules, but we do have to talk about Bob Lazar's educational past, you know? And if they don't want to agree via email with some good questions, then we won't do it, you know? But I liked I, the Bob Lazar documentary created the Area 51 political movement. Storm Area 51 was a political movement. But just to show Jeremy Corbell and George Knapp if they watch this, which they won't, I do, I'm doing some good interviews. My interview style has really changed. Yeah. But maybe, maybe we, you never know. I never know who's gonna say yes. We're gonna try, we're gonna keep trying. And we're just gonna actively invite them on Twitter, because I'm tired of emailing them of all sorts of people. I'm just tired. I'm like exhausted. Like Samuel is amazing. Like I love Samuel. I get so lucky to have guests like this. This interview was like, so we're going to be, this is going to be premiering tomorrow night. It's pre-recorded because I get really distracted by the chat. 
You know, it's like I'm talking to all 50 of my friends at once. So it's very intense for me. I want to say hi to you guys. Obviously, we do dance parties. We go wild, right? Um, but Samuel Chung is going... Chong? I can't believe I messed up that name. I, him and I were even talking about mispronouncing names. But he's coming on the show. He's come on the show. And he we pre-recorded it. And we're going to premiere this after Goof On on Wednesday. So this is happening... At 7 o'clock p.m. Mountain Standard Time, which is 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is right when Rich ends. Maybe we could get some Richie people to come in. Also a late night show, which a lot of people really, really enjoy. Yes. So we got to 47 people. We got close to a dance party. You know what I mean? We got close. We'll have a dance party right now. It's fine. We're at 48 now. Did we get to dance party yet? Come on, just two people. Open some devices. Get on here. No, I'm just kidding. But this has been a great show. So tomorrow's gonna be... Tomorrow's gonna be the, the Jeremy Corbell, George Knapp review of their podcast. If you want to watch it, beef up today. Let's talk about it tomorrow. Those guys, man. Come on, alien girl. What? I don't understand it. They can come on all these other channels. I can't... You know what I mean? They'll go over here. It's like, come on this show. Let's have a real conversation. We can be kind. Well, it doesn't have to be... I'm not... I'm not... A, I'm not, I'm not gonna fight. I just want to hear what y'all think. That's it. That's it. You know what I mean? I know, there's two musics going on. I'm sorry. Because Jeremy Corbell. Jeremy Corbell. Jeremy Corbell. George Knapp. What are you guys doing, huh? This is for Tim Freestone. It's your birthday. Tim, how did you get here? I know some people found us on uh, Twitter. How in the hell, Tim? What? First exoplanet. Oh my god, we're starting that. Thank you. Oh my gosh, thank you, Rock. Maybe we'll just talk about that instead. <laughs> Happy birthday, Tim Freestone. We love you. Happy birthday from Rock SD, Tim Freestone, Dorothy Hawkins, Farrah Rare. Lots of people love you. Hella Crystal Energy. Justin A.D. Maynard. Yes. Because we are broadcasting here live and alive, SoCal Scatchers, Watcher, in the middle of the in the heart of alien country. It was a great show. And one day it's all going to come out. The bodies, the documents, the crap. And they're going to say, oh, come on, guys. You know what they're going to say. They're going to say they always knew. And you're going to say, no. I knew. I was listening to all my podcast friends. And I was also listening to Alien Girl. One, 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 one. Oh my gosh, Tim Freestone, happy birthday. And Tommy G, thank you so much for the $5 super chat, as well as being a sponsor of the channel. Oh my gosh, where'd my other one go? And then thank you so much, Lucy Waves, for also being. Thank you so much for the 10 Brazilian rupees. No. Because they're gonna say you're crazy. Because we're crazy in this chat. You don't know what's going on, right? But just like Birchip, we freaking know. And I love each and every single one. That's Williamson. More than you can know, guys. And I will see you again. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna check out that NASA breakdown. Yeah, more than you can possibly know. Peace!
Rock. Sleep tight. Have a good one, SoCal. Awesome fish. Take it easy, Lucy. We love you. Thank you so much for the super sticker chat. I love you, SoCal.